It is Thursday, August the 20th, 2020. And of course, there's a whole lot of shit going on in the world at the moment. 15 million Americans still unemployed. California is on fire again. Play-by-play guys not knowing how microphones and audio production work while throwing out gay slurs. Another Russian opposition leader poisoned. But there was a sliver of good news. Steve Bannon has been arrested. Creepy-looking fuck. All that and so much more on episode number 31 of Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? This is going to be a very phlegmy program. Just putting that out there. Um, So if you hear random guttural noises uh, throughout the episode, just know that uh, that that's what's going on. uh, it, It seems like coffee all of a sudden is making me a little phlegmy. I don't know. I, I, I put almond milk in it. Maybe that has something to do with it. And I'm on like three cups already. My brother told me that uh, my energy on the show of late has been improved. And to which I said to him, well, that's because I've been drinking uh, a lot of coffee pre-show. This is a water. Sparkling water. A little ASMR for you, huh? Woo. Yeah. <coughs> Woo. Anyway. Hello. Welcome to the show. That was a, a minute and a half of uh, nonsense for you. Hope you enjoyed that. <clears throat> so, yeah, Steve Bannon, huh? I mean, you know, overall, fuck that guy. Not a fan. Never been a fan. <clears throat> but um, it, it's fitting. Uh, you know, the, the charges are essentially fraud. It's, you know, the long and the short of it. Um, as part of um, this group called We build the wall or we build that wall whatever we know we build the wall which started as a gofundme campaign where they try to build the wall at the mexican border to keep mexicans out or as they probably term it it's just people with uh, brown skin that particular group of people so this scheme allegedly raised money to build the wall Trump's wall at the border 
they were basically using those donations for pretty much anything other than building a wall. The thing that kills me is the number of people that donated to this GoFundMe page. Again, it's just advertisement for, you know, hey, here's my money. I'm a racist. There you go. Large number of people donated. I mean, did they really think that they were going to build a wall across the entire Mexican border? I don't think these people have a clue as to how big the border really is. It's massive. Absolutely massive. We're talking hundreds of billions of dollars. Maybe even into the trillions. If you were going to build one and build one effectively and correctly, not like the small sections that they have up that are going to collapse all these private entities trying to do this thing because they think they, you know, that the president's going to fucking love them for it. But, uh, but anyways, <clears throat> politically agnostic program, uh, how that shit stain is still relevant is appalling really, but you know, it comes as little surprise given the number of sycophants that worship at the altar of their equally fraudulent dear leader. The guy's entire shtick is essentially to just throw a proverbial wrench into the works, wait for the ensuing chaos, and then believe that his odd worldview will automatically rise from the ashes. It's delusional shit. But again, these people seem to thrive on delusion and get off on it somehow. So the, the board of this group, is, it's full of just characters. Other shit stains, characters nonetheless. But uh, one of them is Kurt Schilling. So thanks for the World Series win, Kurt. You're still a shit stain. So that was that was exciting news this morning. I mean, I I, I shouldn't call it exciting. It's like I don't want to see anybody arrested. It's just kind of it's shitty. It sucks, you know. But at the same time, I feel bad for all these people that donated to this thing, thinking that their money was going to this horrible use. Uh, see that this guy's now, you know, him and his buddies are just spending it on God knows what. It sucks. It it sucks that the people were fooled. That you know, it just blows. I feel bad for them. But now you know. You should learn your lesson. Just kind of like I get these um, spam porn bots all the time on Instagram. And the other day, I get a a message, uh, a direct message. They're all direct message, so there's no actual account. I mean, there's an account that lasts maybe thirty seconds. They spam out however many Instagram accounts, direct message them. Oh, guttural sound. Whew. You know, and they hope people will click on it uh, in order to, you know, I don't do God knows what. But before, the, you know, it used to be there was some text in there like, hey, how's it going? Or, hey, want to see my tits? Or, you know, just random bullshit. Well, now they've stopped. And the, the messages are just emojis. So I got one the other day that was a printer emoji. What what am I what what are you trying to relay here? Spam bot. 
I didn't get it. And then uh, a, f- a friend of mine replied to my Instagram story because I had to share it. It was just too funny. Uh, he got one with a Christmas tree. And and so my, th- my thought was, who falls for this fucking shit? He made a good point and said, 12-year-olds. Okay, well, another reason why your children shouldn't be on social media. But who falls for this fucking build-the-wall shit? Who falls for that? You give somebody a hundred bucks and you think that, you know, that's where it's going to go. Think about the scope, just the sheer scope of the thing. Look, if I dug into this website some more, uh, you know, it would probably explain a little bit in terms of this is where we're building. Uh, it, at least that's my assumption. I'm not sure. But. You need to be smarter when you're giving your money away. It's a scam. And it's it's proven to be a scam now. So I feel bad. Hopefully none of my three listeners donated money to that. If you did, please stop listening to my show. Uh, that went on way too long. I did not want that to go the way it went. Again, politically agnostic program. So there. Uh, other bad news. There are bars closing all over the city of Boston and in the greater Boston area. Lots of them. Some good, some bad. Uh, today, uh, I, I heard that uh, McGreevy's uh, is closing. McGreevy's on Boylston Street. Um, I did like the place, don't get me wrong, but there was really nothing special about it other than the name which is a great name and that uh, Ken Casey of uh, Dropkick Murphy's owned the bar now had the opportunity to go there many times went there for a, a New Year's party which was fantastic great time that was shit must have been like 2009 I think yeah Oof, holy fuck a long time ago uh, went to another event there um, like a fundraiser uh, fun. Been there a couple times, like after work, when I worked uh, downtown, back when I had a job. But, you know, uh, it seems to me that not being able to adapt right now to everything that's going on or standing out in some way to differentiate yourself from you know all the other struggling restaurants uh, is really what's killing that industry right now. I'm no expert by any means, but I would assume that treading water is the best bet right now. Like you need to get through at you know even or at an acceptable loss in order to just say, make it to Memorial Day of next year, when I think things will start to get back to somewhat, to to something approaching normal. Here's the problem. Once it starts getting fucking cold, like, it's going to be really tough. If we're still dealing with this shit in November, December, you know, you're going to have to have uh, heating elements, some way to keep people... Eating outside 
um, in the wintertime because that seems to be one of the ways that, that's keeping some of these places afloat. You're going to mix up, mix up your takeout game. Like this is where I think like DoorDash and, and, and Grubhub and all those fucking delivery options, they need to, they should be stepping up their game too, because holy fuck, you want to save some places. You need to, like, that's what you need to do. And look, I don't do, I don't DoorDash in the city, so I don't really know. Uh, I know that there are a lot of restaurants down here that don't use it. And uh, I don't get it. You know, I would imagine that there has to be a reason behind it. I couldn't tell you what, but I don't really know. But uh, yeah, fucking got to just stay afloat, get through it, and and uh, hope for the best. But the thing that pisses me off is that there are so many that just are refusing to adapt. Too many are refusing. My mother-in-law works for a restaurant who they've literally done nothing to change or to try to improve their lot uh, throughout this entire ordeal. Like, it just, you know, I don't like the food there. I, I don't. And I, I'm, you know, I hear all the shit from my mother-in-law about these two people that own the joint. And it's, you know, one of them seems, you know, the, the, the husband seems like a decent enough guy. The wife apparently is kind of a twat. But it's almost as if they think that it's just going to magically go away. And I wonder if that's the case with a lot of these old school places that are closing. A lot of just plain shitty places have closed, <clears throat> like Whiskey's down the street from McGreevy's. That place fucking sucked. Like, your food was barely edible. You were in a college town. You had beer. That's how you fucking got by. So when that stopped, you were fucked. Instead of trying to make an effort and say, oh, shit, maybe we should, I don't know, improve our food. Now they chose not to. They've decided to just close. And I get, look, I don't know if they tried anything. Again, I'm on the outside, but it, it just is odd. A couple of places that, like, you know, there are dives that are going to close. Dive bars in cities, that is dead right now. Dead. Like one place in town, Connor Larkins over by Northeastern. Another bar I went to a couple times. But a shithole. It was a college bar. That place isn't going to survive this. No fucking way. There's a whole list of places. Most, A lot of Irish bars have closed. Again, because they... Again, my assumption. It's an assumption. They have chosen not to adapt. And rather than work hard to fix it, you know, it's like, oh, well, we've been in business for 40 years. We shouldn't have to do things like that. Uh, this fucking thing doesn't give two shits about how long you've been in business. I'm sorry. But I mean, you know, it just strikes me as you didn't want to make the effort. And I would think you, look, you would think 
somebody that owns a business for that long would do everything they could to keep that business alive. Weird. The smartest person in the whole fucking bunch <clears throat> in the, the list of quote-unquote Irish bars that had closed was another bar over by Northeastern, Punters, which was the shittiest dive bar I'd ever been in my life. The guy that owned it was a fucking... Was a a, a wonderful curmudgeon. Uh, crusty old fuck. And that place was a dive. I mean, you literally stuck to the goddamn floor. It was so, like, sticky and filthy and gross. Uh, but it was amazing. It was amazing. Northeastern tried to buy his property for years. Years. And he said no, 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 no. And eventually he sold it to the last year or the year before. And he got, like... Something like eight million bucks for the property. I mean, beautiful, like triangular um, corner lot. And Northeastern bought it for eight million bucks. And he bails out just in time. I hope that fucking crusty prick moved to like Bermuda or something, someplace nice. And it's just laughing on a beach somewhere. I really hope so. Because he was a, he honestly, a splendid guy, a curmudgeon nonetheless. Uh, and his bar was a dump. But boy, was that fun. Good times, huh? Yeah. I don't know if any of my listeners will be familiar with punters. I hope so. For your sake, you're familiar. Because uh, it was great. Great place. Um, so, a couple other things that I wanted to discuss... Um, but what I would like to do first is have you listen to my shitty commercial. So I uh, dropped my phone, my cell phone, on my eye. Now I have a bit of a black eye. Let me repeat that. I dropped my phone on my eye. Yeah. I did that. Um, I was lying in bed uh, yesterday, the day prior. Can't remember which. Um, you know, uh, far too early in the morning, as I usually do. I typically wake up every day between quarter of five and five thirty. Doesn't matter what time I go to bed. Um, I just cannot sleep longer than that it's terrible i hate it so i'll wake up roll around trying to go back to sleep nothing will happen i'll get frustrated and then grab my phone which is the absolute worst thing to do in that position but so this is what i did the other day and um I had, you know, it's, um, so I'm laying down and it's like above my, you know, so my, my head's back on the pillow and I've got the phone and holding it and I, I managed to drop it and literally the corner of it uh, just slammed right in above my eyeball. It hurt like fucking hell. It's like, God damn it. What are you, 
You stupid asshole. What are you doing? I thought nothing of it. So, yeah, right, whatever. You know, hey, I'm I'm an idiot. As has been uh, demonstrated on this program now, thirty-one episodes deep, so literally hundreds of times. Uh, I, I thought nothing of it, and then yesterday, sitting on the sofa with my wife and talking to my wife, I had my glasses off, and she says, "What happened to your eye?" I'm like, what? Yeah, what happened to your eye? I'm like, oh, I dropped my phone on it. Why, is there something there? She's like, you have a fucking black eye. Sure enough, I go and look, yeah. I got a little bit of a little purple going on. Pretty fucking stupid, Dave. Yeah. Um, But it just sort of goes part and parcel with with how things are going currently, so it is what it is. What can you do? Eh, I dropped my phone on my face. I'm a fucking stupid idiot. I'm also uh, a terrible cook. I thoroughly enjoy cooking, and occasionally I will get something right, and uh, it won't taste like shit. But I enjoy doing it. I've always really kind of liked it and just of late uh you know specifically the last few months seeing as i'm unemployed i've had nothing but time so i'm trying like different recipes that i probably wouldn't have tried in the past sorry i'm a little sniffly um but the problem is like three quarters of the time i managed to fuck it up or the recipe that i'm using is just way off in one way or another. Like, I found a, a recipe for Cuban pork chops. Now, my buddy Matt had gone to a restaurant, had a Cuban pork chop. He said it was awesome. So I'm like, oh, let me see if I can find a recipe for it. Found one, looked great. Uh, it called for way too much fucking salt. Like, way too much salt. Like, I'm not putting that much fucking salt in there. What are you, crazy? So I, what it called for, I cut it in half. And there was still way too much fucking salt in it. We ate it. The flavor was there, but it was so fucking salty. I mean, I we had we each had a, a, a chop. There was, I think, like one and a half or two left. And I, I had to throw them away because I had ruined them with all the fucking salt. And it makes you want, like, chefs die at a young age. A lot, a lot of them. Not all, but a lot. It has to be all the fucking salt. It's gotta be. You watch Grise, Guys, 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 Grocery Games. Yeah. Guys, Grocery Games. And the judge is like, you really could have used some more salt. Really? What if they just put a fucking salt lick on a plate and gave it to them? They would say, why didn't you add more salt? Anyway, so I had a, I had a Chick-fil-A craving yesterday. And I'm like, look, and I've tried, I haven't tried making chicken. I don't think I've made Chick-fil-A at home before. In-N-Out burgers I have. They came out decent, actually. The In-N-Out sauce came out, it came out too oniony the first time I made it. The second time came out great. It was very good. <clears throat> 
So I found a recipe anyways for a healthier quote unquote version of Chick-fil-A nuggets. Like we had some like um we had some chicken breast in the in the fridge it was thawing I was gonna use anyway. Anyways, I fucked of course I fucked it up. It called for almond flour. I don't have any. Went to the store. Uh they didn't have any. So it was essentially then it you know the recipe called for an egg and almond flour batter. I'm like, all right, well, it called for one egg, one cup of almond flour. If I was going to replace the almond flour with all purpose, it would be two eggs and a cup of, of flour. So that's what I used. Two eggs, cup of the all-purpose flour, with all the various uh, spices in there, the salt, pepper, paprika, garlic powder, what have you. I, I followed the recipe to a T. Dip, dip it in the fucking egg. Uh, don't, don't have it covered in egg. Not, you know, not you don't want so much excess egg on there. In the flour, back in the egg, back in the flour. Well, I ended up with fucking flour-covered chicken pieces. Oh, and they they stuck to the fucking rack, even though I coated the damn rack. Before putting these things on there. These things literally. <laughs> when I say they stuck to the rack. Like I had to fucking struggle. To get these chicken pieces. Off of the rack. It, it was a fucking disaster. I told my wife. I said look. Uh, you have leftovers in the, fraser, in the fridge. If you want to eat that instead. I won't be offended. She ended up eating the leftovers. I was not offended. I was more pissed at myself for fucking it up. It just seemed like a completely easy recipe, and I managed to fuck it up. The funny part is I was planning to, like, share the, uh, you know, the cooking adventure on the Instagram. And by the end of it, I'm like, I'm not fucking showing anybody any like this fuck up. You know, I think I'm going to – I'll put it up on the Instagram page uh, at Complaints Pod. You can check it out. I'll do a story. Um, you know, look, it's funny when I fucked it up, but like the the recipe again, there was like five steps. I I should not have fucked this up so bad. But again, like the thing called for soaking the chicken in pickle juice overnight. Chick Fil A uses pickle brine, pickle juice. Sorry. Uh, for their chicken. It's like the secret. Top secret shit. Pickle juice. Uh, but I did it for six hours, and the pickle flavor was overwhelming. So, obviously, the the recipe that just called for one cup of pickle juice was wildly off. Like, you probably had to do something else to that pickle juice to to make it not so fucking pickly, I guess. I don't know. But look, the whole the whole fucking adventure was just sad. And it makes me wonder if people post recipes. Like when so there are eight thousand of these websites of um you know, like, oh, country home cook or oh quick cooking bullshit. Like, whatever, fuck off. It's twelve thousand fucking ads per recipe. 
You, you can't even, like, if you're trying to find it on your fucking phone, there's so many fucking pop-ups and boxes on those stupid websites. Like, fuck off. I'd rather pay you 99 cents a month for recipes you've actually made and no fucking ads. Get the fuck out of here with that crap. It's unusable a lot of times. But, uh, yeah, it, it, I wonder how many of these recipes are, are vetted by the actual author. Or if they just see them someplace else, throw it up there and like, oh, look at this recipe for healthier Chick-fil-A nuggets. Yay. I just did the, uh, you know, twisting my fingers and my dimples. Yay! <laughs> Stupid. <clears throat> but, um, yeah. So that sucked. It was disappointing. I bought some sweet potato fries, and they didn't fucking cook right. The whole thing was just an abject fail. And I really, it, it really bums me out. But, again, I'll try something else um, next week. I don't know what. I made some fucking... Um, Barbacoa for tacos about a month or so ago. Holy shit, were those good. Damn. That meat came out fucking perfect. Just perfect. The old instant pot there. I'm going to have to make that again. But I did a shrimp scampi not too long ago that came out really good. There was another one that was that was good. What was the other one? It's going to bother me. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm a terrible cook. That's it. Um, it's Thursday. So it's time for the new segment. Uh, lock of the week. So let's get to that. Shall we? <laughs> oh, that was fucking stupid. What was that about? That, that dumb... Uh, pseudo maniacal laugh. Yeah, I'm losing steam. I think I'm coming down from the coffee. It's time for the lock of the week. What's up, complaints and observations world? Jackie Payblue Jr. here with another one of his locks of the week. This is for UFC again, Saturday, August 22nd, and I know I'm over to pressure's on, but gonna get paid this week. So it's a five-team parlay. You're gonna take the under one and a half of the Aga August Dobson fight. You're going to take Lemos, Fado, Rodriguez, and Munoz. It pays about 15 to 1. So I threw 10 bucks on that, 156.55. See what happens. And don't listen to that bum bankruptly. Peace. <laughs> oh, God. You know, sometimes I. Um... I cracked myself up. That was not nearly as bad as I thought. Uh, Jackie Paley Jr., though, that audio sucks. Like, it sounds like you're speaking into a thermos on the phone. 
with your fucking garbage five fighter parlay. I mean, trying to uh, turn this into a little something, and he's letting me down. Like, give me, you know, give me two winners. You know, that's it. I'm not asking for a lot. Uh, but, you know, a five fighter parlay is just. Like what, what am I supposed to do with that, Jack? Good grief. Uh, Jackie Padley Jr., though, 0-2 thus far with the lock of the week. So, I mean, his locks aren't really locks. <clears throat> They're not good. I will continue to give him the benefit of, of the doubt because it provides content to the program, number one. Number two, one of these is bound to hit at some point. But, I mean, he's he's digging deep. Um, like the only fighter on this card worth a damn or who used to be worth a damn is Frankie Edgar and you know JPJ has has bet against him so Frankie Edgar is a big underdog uh, against Peter Munhoz go figure what can you do? So I don't know where he's getting these these picks from because you know if they're coming off the top of his head, then holy crap, like you're terrible at gambling. Which is is a known entity anyway. He he was down big last week. But uh, yeah, when you record a segment on your Bluetooth, it's gonna sound like shit, and that's exactly what happened. And then, uh, again, the UFC expert butchering names all over the place. But um, another uh, buddy of mine, Scott uh, Banksley, see Banks money, see the joke? Um, or or as uh, a JPJ called him, bankruptly. It's pretty good. But uh, he came at me with some actual picks, some actual locks. These are all for tonight, so you can bet on them tonight. I'll happily share some of my uh, picks as well. But he's got uh, the Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's City? Oklahoma's, fuck, I am so bad at this. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, plus two and a half. That's uh, at minus 110. He's got the Magic at plus 12 and a half is even money. I would have moved that to get some uh, value there, but it's just me. Uh, then he has the same game. The Magic and the Bucks over 227. Uh, and that's minus 105. And then he, uh, so he bet all those separate, those three straight bets. Uh, and then he came at me with a parlay with the three, with the same three teams, same three plays. So, uh, there's some infighting. Amongst the uh, the gambling group here, JPJ and and uh, is accusing Banksley of stealing his uh, his bets um, from from a Vegas sharp, which is uh, that is some serious shit. Serious shit. It's not good. All that all that distrust amongst amongst the group. Anyway, um. I haven't looked at NBA or NHL for tonight. 
I do know that I'm going to take the Celtics the next two games that they play because after they demolished the Sixers last night, I really don't see. Uh, I see Joel Embiid playing, caring even less than he has in the first two games. And he has not cared one fucking iota in the second half of either game. So, donezo. Um, as for me, um, I did put some money on Adam Scott to win uh, the the Northern Trust Open at TPC. Adam Scott um, holds the course record. Now, they've made some adjustments since then, but uh, Adam Scott played pretty well at the uh, the PGA Championship, so I expect him to come out and play well. He's at plus 3,800 to win, which is interesting. The guy that I've been on uh, the last few tournaments, Harris English, that motherfucker's going out there today, and he's already shot 7-under uh, today, so he's winning the tournament right now. I didn't bet on him because uh, he shit the bed last week at the Wyndham. I wasn't pleased. But he's seven under through 15 holes. It's like, what the fuck, dude? What are you doing? I don't care, Rory. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Northern Trust Open live at the TPC Boston, Norton, Massachusetts. A beautiful course that I cannot play because I'm not allowed. I don't know anybody that's uh, a member. Um, it's not a public course. It's not that I am aware of. I don't think it's not something I can't just go and book a tea time. You know, it's a private golf club, but never played there. Um, maybe someday, who knows? Maybe I'll get lucky. I doubt it because I'm a realist, so I doubt it. But yeah, fucking Harris English. God, I hate you. You're an asshole. Um, what plays do I have? So that was that one. And then tomorrow, the UEFA Europa League final, which is uh, Inter Milan against Sevilla. And I have gone with Inter at plus 105. And um, also plus 105, the total over two and a half. So I think it's going to be like a 2-1 game. It'll be pretty tight. Sevilla's good as much as I don't like them. Fuck Sevilla. Um, but I think Inter will win. Uh, so I bet straight, uh, on each of those and also parlayed that for 20 bucks. So we'll see how that comes in. Low money bets here, folks. We're not in the, in the business of losing money. So I'm up on the week, which is good. I was only down, uh, seven bucks to end last week. And they've basically just pushed that forward for me. So thank you. DraftKings, New Hampshire. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so I'm up for the week. I'm very happy. It's good. I have started to sort of take info from a number of different places, and I think it's been helpful. Um, my baseball wagers yesterday did not do very well. Um, I had a couple of, had a couple of, um, you know, first half bets, uh, going and a couple of those lost. So like the Yankees first half. They were losing two ones. Like all of a sudden, Tyler Glass now in Tampa couldn't fucking pitch, which is weird. Uh, I had the Mavericks last night. Upset win for the Mavs. I think they are going to give the Clippers fucking uh, headaches. And honestly, 
they should be up 2-0. Uh, if it weren't for Porzingis getting tossed for some weird-ass fucking reason. Um, yeah, they should have won. But, you know, here we are. So, yeah, that's my... That's probably that's my lock of the week would be uh, Inter Milan tomorrow um, in the Europa League uh, final. Should be should be a good game. The Champions League finals coming up, which I think is Sunday. I think not hundred percent sure. Let me double check while I, while I have you on the line. Let me check. Not that you give a fuck, but uh, no, it's it's Monday. Right? Oh boy, I no, it is Sunday. Holy shit, David, you are so stupid. Sunday, uh Bayern and PSG. I am all over Bayern on Sunday. Um I don't like the total, three and a half. If it moves to three, meh, but um I do like Bayern. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm curious if um, if this, if these numbers are going to move. Right now, Bayern's even money, so that's great. I might just bet that today, but I don't know. We'll see, but I do like Bayern, so there you go. Uh, lock of the week in the books. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I, I gave you that. What am I saying? Uh, all, like, very interesting stuff. I'm sure all of you that don't give a fuck about sports are just enthralled. But uh, I like sports. I like gambling small amounts of money. Uh, it, it, it keeps me uh, engaged, if you will. So uh, that's it for the program. Terrible show today. Terrible show. Um, almost as bad as my chicken nuggets. But um, I, I thank you for listening. If you did stick through it, I thank you for listening. Um, big weekend. A lot of stuff. Uh, my buddy Matt, his birthday is on Saturday, so we'll be celebrating his birthday. Sure, we'll be doing something uh, incredibly fun that people in their forties do. Who knows? Probably just going to involve alcohol. That's it's what we do. Um, getting together on Sunday with the family—that should be nice. I've been purposely staying away. From my mother with all this. I just don't want to risk it. So it's been a while. Hopefully I don't catch the Rona on Saturday. And give it to her on Sunday. I really hope I didn't fucking jinx that. Okay. Sorry. Um, But that should be fun. Should be good. And a lot of sports again. So make sure you're parked in front of your television at some point. Good stuff. Probably have to pack and so, you know, try to get some packing done. Um, yeah, that's it. The end of the show has been fucking terrible. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Really sorry. But look, I hope you enjoyed the show enough to listen again on Monday. Uh, hopefully Monday doesn't suck. But we'll see. You know, I didn't have the same energy today that I did on Monday. That's for sure, because I think I drank the coffee too early, didn't have the the uppers that I needed. Maybe I'll just start popping greenies pre-show, see what happens. But, uh, yeah. So, 
check out the Instagram page, Complaints Pod. Check out the Twitter page, Complaints Pod. I do have a website, complaintsandobservations.com. Send me an email, showmail at complaintsandobservations.com. I have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I have a YouTube page. I'm just too lazy to do anything with it. And that is all. So, thank you as always for listening. Please, tell your friends. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta.